Welcome to the Courageous Worth Podcast. I'm your host, Empowerment Coach, Ashley Baxter. Every Tuesday, I bring you interviews with inspiring guests, and every Thursday, I share a little message with tips to help you live with courageous worth because you are valuable and desperately needed in this world. Hey, it's Ashley, and I am so excited for you to be tuning into this episode with my interview of Kim Serkin, the owner of Blue Satin Bee Wedding Planning in Southeastern North Carolina. We talk about so many things in this episode from how she runs her business, about it being about sustainability and how they try to incorporate that into the wedding business, to them having elopement packages right now, which is very popular and important during this time of social distancing. And But throughout it all, regardless if you are a bride, a groom, or even care anything about weddings right now, she constantly throughout the entire interview drops all these nuggets about valuing yourself, about dealing with hard times and overcoming just things that are out of your control and so much more. Also near the end, you get to see my fairy goddaughter because in case you didn't know, I'm a fairy godmother minus the magic. Don't tell her that. But tons of glitter and tons of fairy wings that I have bought along the years. Um, But you get to see her make an appearance when she wakes up from her nap um, or you'll get to hear her if you're listening to this. And then at the very end, I'm just going to tie up the episode with some thoughts I had from things that she shared that really stuck out to me. We'll jump into the interview right after this message. If you long to value yourself more, stop negative self-talk, find more confidence, break free of other people's opinions, or gain a better view of your body, then I would love to talk to you. Each of those descriptions were a constant reality for me at different points in my life. I want to help you experience change in those areas like I have. Therefore, I want to give you a special invite to request a free worth strategy call with me by visiting theashleybaxter.com backslash call. Again, that URL is theashleybaxter.com backslash call. I look forward to talking to you soon. I'm here with my friend, Kim Serkin, owner of Blue Satin Bee. Hey, Kim, I'm so excited for you to be here. Hi. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited too. Well, how about you give people just a snapshot of your life? Where do you live? Who do you live with? All that jazz. Yeah. So I live in Southport, North Carolina, um, and I live here with my husband and our daughter, who is about to turn three in August. And then we have two dogs, Jenny and Jonah, who, if you see us out and about, you see us on social media, you are bound to meet. Um, because they are definitely our original children um, before Abby. And yeah, um, I mean, if you're not familiar with the Southport area, we typically tell people safe haven. Um, that kind of comes up in conversation. Um, and it's right here on the you know North Carolina coast, right before you get down to South Carolina. It's a very beautiful town, very beautiful place. And uh-huh. yeah. I love it. Thanks. <laughs> well, Let's ask a few little lightning round questions to get things started. So, um, Jiffy or Peter Pan? Someone's called oh, Peanut Butter. Peter Pan. Peter Sorry. Pan, good. Sure. <laughs> good, good. Or is it Jiff? Not Jiffy. It's Jiff. 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 Anyway, yeah. but you know what I was going, and a Jiffy That's right. helped me out. So that was you good. had a bias. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you want to be when you grew up? Huh. So. My senior year of high school, I wanted to be a wedding planner, um, which is funny oh. how, how, yeah, that comes back around. But I would say originally as a small child, I think I just wanted to be a princess. I love it. We're still working <laughs> on that one. <laughs> say by the bell, which character would you have most likely been of the girls? I'm going to say Kelly, just because even before my husband's name was Zach, like I, of course, like I was 
you know, pretty into Zach. Um, <laughs> I would say Lisa, but I'm not, I'm not a Screech fan. Mm. Yeah. That's okay. Definitely we... not Jesse. No offense, Jesse, if, if you're listening, but yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. And last question. Is it wrong for vegetarians to eat animal crackers? Uh, only if they bite their heads off first. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I agree with that. I think that's a good yeah, model. I mean, even the I'm not a vegetarian, but that's how I eat animal crackers. <laughs> Don't we all? Maybe not. I'm going to reevaluate how I eat them from now on. That's my store. So, <laughs> well, how about you share about Blue Satin Bee and what you do? Sure. Yeah. So Blue Satin Bee is actually pretty new. Um, we officially started Blue Satin Bee back in mid-October of 2019. Um, however, before it was Blue Satin Bee, we sort of just kind of as needed worked with couples, um, mostly with day of, with wedding direction, um, things like that. And they were typically couples that my dad was the DJ for. That's kind of how all this evolved. My dad is a wedding DJ, has been a DJ my entire life. Um, Fun fact, at 15, I DJed my first wedding solo, which is crazy to think that somebody hired a 15-year-old to DJ their wedding. (laughs) Um, But the wedding industry was a little different back then. Uh, and so, it, you know, it kind of evolved from there. I grew up in the wedding industry. I was pretty familiar with, you know, timelines and how things were supposed to flow. And for the most part, folks, you know, get married once or, or twice. Um, but, you know, they attend a few friends' weddings and, and that's it. However, I had the opportunity to be a part of hundreds, if not, you know, thousands of weddings over, we'll say, 25 to 30 years. and. Um, it things that seemed totally like second nature to me weren't second nature to you know friends and and couples that we worked with and so I was kind of like yeah sure I don't mind I can help um why not and so over the last 10 to 12 years my mom and I um you know worked with lots of couples that my dad worked with we also uh were the the day of directors for a venue down in the Oceanal Beach area and then last April I became a full-time stay-at-home mom and it took about six months um for me to I won't say get bored because you can't get bored with full-time stay-at-home mom things. It's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. Um, but I, I really wanted to get kind of back into something that was regular and, and you know, something that I could kind of dive into. And it felt like the right time to take Blue Satin B or take what we were doing kind of to that official next level. Um, so I talked to my mom about it and we had lots of couples calling in for 2020 dates. And she said, yep, you know, she'd been retired for a few years. I finally had more time on my hands. Um, and so she was, you know, on board with us kind of making it official. And so we made it official in October, started booking 2020 weddings. And then as everybody knows, COVID happened and things, you know, they changed a little. We're, we're still trucking, but um, 2020 does not look like what I thought it was going to look like. We'll <laughs> say that. <laughs> Growing up and going to thousands of weddings, like you said, how did that kind of form as you were growing up? Like, were you always envisioning like what you want to do for your wedding or were you just kind of like, you didn't even think about it because you were just around it all the time? Um, A little bit of both. I mean, there were definitely things I learned things and there were things where I was like, oh, okay, I would definitely not do it that way. Um, Not necessarily like style wise, but just you learn things where you're like, oh, that's kind of problematic. Um, My mom and I, we would joke, you know, if there was terrible weather for an outdoor wedding, um, we would joke and say like, okay, I'm never, I I was joking. She was serious. Um, She was, you know, you can't have an outdoor wedding. 
Well, and I love the fact that your mom said not to have an outdoor <laughs> wedding because knowing what happened with your wedding. So how about you share about that? <laughs> yeah, she was right. Um, so fortunately, we did not have an outdoor wedding planned um, <laughs> because we had a hurricane show up as a wedding guest and it made for a wonderful hashtag. We, uh, Hurricane Joaquin, uh, gave us Joaquin down the aisle. We made the best of it. All of our vendors like showed up and had smiles on their faces. And I, I think they were just kind of like, wow, I can't believe Kim is not full on melt, like melting down. But I knew from so much, you know, kind of past experience, especially just, you know, weather, it, mother nature, you can invite her or don't invite her. She's showing up if she wants to, but there wasn't anything I could do. Um, we got married at a church that was a couple blocks away. Thankfully, we were super, super close. Um, my husband's family, they had to all pile in my sister-in-law's boyfriend's truck to get there. Um, thank God he had that truck because the road to the house they stayed in, the water was probably two and a half, three feet deep. Um, it, it was craziness. So we all got to the church. We got married. And then we got to the venue that didn't have restrooms. Um, but whatever, you know, we, we made do, there were a few people staying like right across the street. So we kind of used the bathrooms that we could. Um, I won't say, you know, if anyone maybe used the dunes or not, but (laughs) it was, it was a crazy night. It was fun. I couldn't imagine any, at this point, imagine it any other way. Um, and honestly, like looking back on it, I, the only part that I remember, um, are parts that like now I laugh at, like, yeah, in the moment they could have been really stressful. I don't remember that they were stressful. It was just kind of like, Oh, Oh, okay. The, the room is flooding. And so our DJ has moved from one side of the room to the other. And my brother-in-law is squeegeeing water out the door. Like, (laughs) what? um, you know, but you can control the things that you can control. And you can just roll with the ones that you can't. And like I said, it's been almost five years. And now I look back, I laugh. Um, I think, man, I'm just glad the venue didn't tell us we couldn't have the wedding you know, reception there. Um, and that everything, you know, went on. And, you know, we, we have lots of crazy stories to tell. And I'm sure that our children's children will be telling them just because of, you know, kind of what a crazy event it was. Yeah. And I, I mean, that honestly was one of my most fun weddings I've ever been to. And not just because you made my dream come true of being a flower girl at the age of around 35. (laughs) (laughs) Legit, like the water was up to my knees crossing the street. It was insane. But I don't, out of everything I remember about that day, like I never remember you being stressed out. And exactly you were saying, like you knew what was in your control and not. And I think of weddings that have had a lot less things go wrong or not expected and people are freaking out. So I feel like that's amazing. It shows so much about the type of person you are. And I'm sure that is something that is just going to serve you and your clients or brides and grooms so well, and just bringing perspective into things and just being that calm source. I mean, if you can be calm about there being a hurricane, <laughs> yeah. way, I feel like you can be calm at pretty much anything life throws your way. Yeah, it's it's definitely helped with all of the, you know, craziness around COVID-19 and folks having to reschedule and all of that. It's totally out of their control. It's totally out of vendors' control. Um, I think it's somewhat comforting that we're all in it together. But at the same time, it's like, oh, God, like, we're all in this together. So um, there's no, you know kind of end like with a hurricane, you know, it's going to last a few days and you can cross your fingers and, you know, pray that it it won't 
cause you know damage and destruction with this we we have really no idea what the future holds um you know we best guess is kind of all all we're looking at but it really it teaches you a lot about what that wedding is all about you know it's it's a celebration of two people getting married um because they love each other whether you know you end up having to kind of celebrate virtually with your loved ones um they're still there they're still you know wrapping their arms around you, even if it's through Zoom, um, you know, they're, they're still able to celebrate. It, it prepares you for what marriage looks like. I'm only not quite five years in, but, you know, there are, there are amazing times and then there are rough spots, you know, there are definitely challenges. Um, and <clears throat> it, it's just kind of a reminder that it's not about the party. Now, I love a good party. So for you to say it was one of the, the best parties, that's amazing. But it's not about the party, you know, the, the party is to celebrate the marriage and it, it's all about the marriage. So, you know, just kind of asking one another, what do we want to do? What can we control? What can't we control? One thing I love is that Blue Satin Bee offers elopement packages. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, in February, <laughs> when we officially launched that, um, after me kind of tossing the idea around, like around the holidays and then in January, who who knew that that would be like such a perfect fit for so many of these couples, you know, for anybody who's doing a really, really small elopement, maybe it's just the two, you know, the, the couple themselves, or maybe it's them and just a few family members. Um, it's a, it's a great package. It's been really nice to have something to be able to offer. Um, and we're working with several couples who they're still planning on having a big party and having everybody there whenever that's safe. Um, but for now they, you know, maybe they already had their marriage license or maybe they just really love that date. Um, it was, you know, sentimental to them for, for whatever reason. And they, they didn't want to give that up. And so they decided that instead of, you know, kind of calling it a wash and just waiting, they want to go ahead and get married and go ahead and kind of start that next chapter of their lives. And so the elopement package just, it kind of makes all of that easy. It has all the vendors and, you know, everybody that we, we love working with here in the area, um, you know, kind of knowing where to go and what to do and, and being able to just make it super easy because at this point, easy is good. One thing I love about Blue Satin Bee is y'all's commitment and strive for sustainability. So can you share a bit about what that looks like with how y'all do weddings? Yeah. So the biggest thing is initially kind of when folks are planning, um, just kind of bringing up ideas. Like I mentioned, um, you know, earlier, like it could be that you rent things versus buy them. Or if you're looking around your house, kind of like what your overall like sense of style looks like um, in, you know, instead of just buying decor that you're not really sure what's going to happen to it afterwards, think of places that those, you know, signs or mirrors or, or whatever it is, um, you know, could have a place in your home that might not seem like it's being sustainable, but it is because you've given it, you know, kind of a, a dual purpose, you know, a second life. Um, and it's really nice to have that as something that when you see it, that it reminds you of, of that wedding day. Um, you know, so it could be something as simple as that. You could be somebody who says, you know, hey, we want to do totally plastic free. Um, and then that means that any decor or, you know, any, um, you know, kind of like food or beverage items uh, that you're purchasing that you stay away from plastics. Uh, if you're renting things from, you know, rental companies, that's pretty simple because instead of going for, you know, plastic glassware, you can go with glass. And that 
in itself makes it more sustainable. There, if you, you know, if you still feel like you, you need to go the disposable route, there are a lot of disposable options now that are compostable, um, you know, either bamboo or, or some kind of compostable material. And the nice thing is those things used to be expensive, but it's becoming more mainstream. And so the prices of those have dropped as more and more distributors, you know, are offering that kind of thing. It's also, it's something that vendors are kind of getting used to. Um, you know, as one person or, you know, a couple says, hey, can we, can we use this? Um, can we do bamboo utensils? Then, you know, that vendor ends up researching and, and learning a little bit. And then the next couple that ask, then they can be a resource. So, you know, as that knowledge is shared, it makes it a lot easier for folks to feel like it's not as hard to be sustainable or eco-friendly. Um, you know, and just being mindful that the things that you're you're purchasing or the things that you're using for your wedding do have some sort of like use or, you know, afterlife. Um, there are couples that are going like at all out sustainable, um, composting all of the, you know, leftover food waste. We're working with a couple, uh, that was supposed to get married this fall and now getting married next spring, but that's one of the things that they were interested in. And so, you know, we're working with a company that will pick up or will drop off containers and then pick up those containers so that all of the, you know, like, Plates, when they're scraped, are going into have, again, a second life. They're not just going, you know, to the dump. But, you know, just having a plan ahead of time makes all of these things really simple. Knowing, you know, where is that leftover food going to get boxed up and taken? If you do floral centerpieces, a lot of a lot of planners um, and florists are able to take those floral centerpieces if you don't want them um, to like a local nursing home or a church or somewhere that would be able to reuse that. And we're happy to do that, you know, for for any of our local weddings here, just because you get to enjoy those flowers for you know a, a day, but don't throw them in the trash. It's, it's heartbreaking. And yes, we've done it. So again, we're judgment free. Um, it's, it's heartbreaking to have to take them and just toss them, have a plan for where those things are going to go at the end of the night and, and let somebody else enjoy them for, you know, the next week. Um, but there's so many things that are really, really simple switches. Sometimes they even save you money. So, you know, ask Google, Pinterest, your wedding planner, um, and, and just kind of figure out one or two little things that you could do. You don't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, that's the greatest thing about sustainability. If everybody does just a little bit, we'll make a huge impact. Um, we need lots of people doing a little versus a few people doing a lot. I love that so much. What are, um, I, I know just from knowing you personally, and then also I think it's clear to anyone listening, just how, you're just a very caring person and very intentional. And so what are some ways that you strive for your brides and grooms to feel cared for and valued in your business when they're working with you? Yeah, I, I think the thing with wedding planning um, that folks run into most often is it's stressful. You have to make a lot of decisions. Um, a lot of those are fairly expensive decisions. And having a planner that is there to listen and to kind of, you know, just make you feel heard um, is one of the, the big things. I mean, we're basically becoming like your bestie, um, for six, nine, 12 months. Uh, we're, we're going to talk a lot. We're going to text, we're going to see each other. We're going to have coffee. We might even have a glass of wine or a beer. Um, probably will, but <laughs> you know, just making sure that all of these feelings that you're feeling are, are validated. And there are all kinds of opinions coming at you from everywhere. And some of those opinions you may have requested and others, maybe you didn't. Um, but you've got two families coming together and those families both have different dynamics. And, you know, 
there, there's just a lot going on. There's a lot of personalities. There's a lot in that, you know, that mix. And I think the part of being a planner that is kind of the, the coolest at times is being able to be totally unbiased, like third party and just being there to listen and to kind of go, mm-hmm, yeah, oh, wow, really? Um, or just to be like, hey, I know that you've got a lot on your plate and hey, these are like the three things that if you work on this week, you'll be able to check those boxes off and I'll kind of work over here behind the scenes. Um, and so being like that, that friend who can listen and not have to have, you know, an opinion one way or another, but also to take some of that like off your plate, I feel like that's where really getting in and supporting those couples. So what are um, some mindsets that have really helped you during this time? I mean, one, just starting it is tough, any business, but then like you said, you all have had to go through a lot with COVID. And so I'm sure that's been a lot of things that you've kind of had to like regroup and just really be like, okay, how am I going to frame this? How am I going to think about this? So can you share some of that? I think it's, it's easy when you're passionate for something. So like kind of remembering like why you wanted to do this. And I know, you know, the whole, if you can remember that, why it'll kind of keep you moving through like hard times in general and that kind of thing. I feel like that's very, very much the case with starting your own business. So make sure that you remember you, you, either have daily or weekly or whatever reminders kind of set up so that when things get hard, you can look back. I, I save happy emails. I have a folder that I just call like happy emails. Um, and so if things are, if I'm like, why am I here doing this? Like this is, I'm struggling. I'm like, you know, spinning my wheels. Um, I have a place that I can kind of go and be reminded of exactly who I'm helping and who I'm serving. And the next thing is family first. And you're probably going to get to see my family in just a second because I can hear somebody opening the door behind me. (laughs) Um, But, you know, the whole reason I left my corporate job was so that I could spend more time with my daughter before she, you know, was grown up and off at school. And, you know, being at home with her kind of full time with COVID, there she is. um, You know, that it really just reinforced the fact that this was something that, I chose to do, you know, I chose to be at home full time. I chose that, you know, we would spend a few years just kind of, hey, Miss right here. Um, we would spend a few years just kind of hanging out and doing our thing. And we, you know, wouldn't worry about what life could have looked like, um, you know, had I stayed in that like corporate role. And so I have to pretty constantly remind myself that yes, while I want this business to grow, um, you know, and I have goals and dreams for it, that it doesn't have to grow at like a super fast pace. Um, you know, that I've got a few short years before she goes off to school. Yes, I love yeah. that you had her come out exactly when you were saying family first, you were paying her a lot. I did. I was like, just stay asleep until you hear me say the word family. <laughs> Yeah, so we just started this no work Sundays um, kind of tradition, and it's it seems like hey, that's a no brainer. Um, you know, one of the big things that from the the start of Blue Sign B was I wanted all of the kind of business to be based in you know my faith, and that like you know God would kind of show us where to go. And lately, I've just been feeling like you know He's put it on my heart that we 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 need to rest. How has valuing yourself played a part in this whole journey of starting your business? So, like I said, I'm a perfectionist and I think that having to just kind of be like this is this is all I'm going to give today or you know this is all I can give um or maybe I'm not, you know, the expert that I will be 6 months, a year, 10 years from now. Um but just knowing that like that doesn't make me any less of a wedding planner, um you know that that having that passion is really, you know, kind of what I need to focus on. Um, the, the other, I guess, piece of that is I don't need to please everyone. 
And I think that reminding myself of that personal business, you know, is important. Where can people find you guys, connect with y'all? Yeah. So our website is just www.bluesatinb.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. And it's just at bluesatinb. Um, and you know, we would love to, to connect with you guys. Um, if you want to just shoot us an email, then our email is info at blue or you can email me directly at Kim at blue Perfect. And I'll include all that in the show notes so people can easily just click away and connect with you guys. So, Perfect. <laughs> and y'all, um, I know that you'd probably be willing to go Anywhere if it was special circumstance, but you typically serve what areas in North Carolina? Uh, Southport, Oak Island, and I would say kind of like the Brunswick County beaches um, or potentially like the Wilmington area. That's not too far away. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And thanks, Abby, for making a special appearance. Yeah. And her stuffed unicorn. Hey there, it's Ashley. I hope you're enjoying this episode. If you're looking to gain more confidence, you can get started today by taking my free short video course entitled Four Mindsets to Deep-Rooted Confidence. You can sign up for it at theashleybaxter.com backslash free course. So pause this episode right now and head over to theashleybaxter.com backslash free course to grab your free gift. I hope you enjoyed the interview I just had with Kim Serkin. It was so great. There were so many nuggets in there that I loved. I kept taking notes outside of it. And one of them was just the conversation about not being in control, which I felt like was a big theme, which is very applicable to all of us right now experiencing COVID that is affecting all of us around the world. And it's affecting us in so many different ways. Some people's weddings are being canceled. Some people are losing jobs. There's just so many different ways that it's affecting our lives. And There's so much that we don't have control of, but one thing we do have control of is how we respond. And that is what I loved about Kim's wedding. She dealt with it and then she was like, I'm going to enjoy this moment. And we had so much fun. And sometimes there are these unexpected things that happen when life goes out of control. Let that be just a message for whatever's going on in your life right now. It could be COVID related. It could not be. This is also a message for any time in life, basically, when things don't go according to plan, that you kind of just let that sink in and just absorb that. And sometimes that's a long time. You have to reabsorb it over and over again, (laughs) depending on what it is. But then you also think about, okay, what can I control in this moment? Like, what can I do? What kind of perspective I can, can I have? And something that helps me is thinking both sides of it. Like, okay, if I just pout and I'm down about myself and just really wallow in this, what is this going to achieve? Versus if I were going to try to make the best of it. And now I'm not about, I never think people should pretend that they are doing awesome when they're not. I don't want people to be fake. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying that there usually there are is some room for you to make different decisions as to how you're going to respond. If you're going to respond more positively or negatively, more optimistic or more pessimistic. And so just take those moments. Maybe you could look back at a time in your life where things didn't go according to plan and you responded in a way you wish you didn't. You were maybe just very negative throughout the whole experience. Again, it's totally understandable to have those immediate reactions and to express all your feelings. I, I think we should feel our feelings and think our thoughts. But when something is going on for a long time, usually there's some room where we can, you know, add a little different perspective to it. So think about a time in your life when you did that, when you maybe didn't handle it the best way and think about what that cost. And now think about how that could have been differently 
different if you had had a more positive look on it or if you had tried to, you know, snatch up any good moments that you could have because there's always going to be little rays of sunshine even when life feels so stormy. So, you know, think about a time in the past and then think about how you want to, you know, change that in the future. Maybe you have a time right now that you're going through and you're like, you know what, I can shift my outlook on this a little bit. So, hey, if Kim can have a wedding during a hurricane and find a way to smile and dance and have fun, I feel like there's pretty good hope for all of us. The last thing I want to mention from the episode that I really loved was when Kim was talking about boundaries, how she talked about that blue satin bee is not open on Sundays and that that was a big decision, but it's to, you know, respect her boundaries and her priorities for family and faith. And the thing is that it's really hard to draw boundaries. And especially I think it's hard to draw boundaries in a business, especially a business that's, you know, been on their feet just, you know, like six months. And so I love that they are doing that from the beginning because sometimes there's just so much pressure. There is so much pressure when you're starting a business. And so for them to make that bold stance, not not so much about like the fact of them being closed, any big boundary, it shows that they are really trying to stay true to who they are. They're trying to respect um, their personal lives and just be in alignment with their priorities, which I think is awesome and just speaks a lot to the type of people that they are. And it makes me think that when we draw boundaries in our own lives, how important it is. Kim talked about not wanting to be a people pleaser and realizing that she can't please everyone. And that ties in so well to boundaries because you can't please everybody, like she said. And so you have to put up boundaries for those people that might be expecting things of you that aren't really in alignment with your time and your energy and where you know you're really supposed to be doing. And I can relate to this so much. I will forever call myself a recovering people pleaser. And I've learned that you can't please everyone, that if you try to, you are just going to be exhausted because that was the life I was living for so many years. But people are going to have completely different expectations as to what you should do. So you trying to please people, trying to please everyone is fruitless and it's just not going to get you anywhere. And if anything, it's going to make you be less in touch with who you are. So you're going to be showing up as this version of yourself that someone else wants you to be, but it's not true to you. And I believe that when you are true to yourself, when you are you know, acting in alignment with your heart, your mind, who you're created to be, that that is where you have the most impact. That's where you show up the best for yourself, for your relationships, for others, for work, everything. And so I hope that you can take a note out of Kim's playbook and put some boundaries in your life. And you know what? Some people might have problems with that. And that's okay because they can't know what's best for your life. And so you have to know what's best for you and make those stances regardless of what other people say. Because in the long run, you're going to be showing up for that person as well, more authentically, with more energy and time if you take care of yourself first and do what you know is best. And hopefully the other person will eventually respect your boundaries if they don't at first. That wraps up today's episode of the Courageous Worth podcast with me, your host, Ashley Baxter. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd love for you to leave a five-star rating and review of the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to the show. 
Doing so makes a big impact in this show's message reaching more people. Also, did you know that there's a video version of this episode? Well, there is. Just head over to theashleybaxter.com backslash blog to find it, as well as show notes for this episode. I'm so thankful for you, and I'd love to continue building a relationship with you. So please connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok at The Ashley Baxter. If this particular episode was very impactful to you, please share a screenshot of it on your social media and tag me. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you are subscribed to the show and tune in every Tuesday for interviews with inspiring guests and every Thursday for a little message from me with tips to help you live with courageous worth. Until next time, remember you are valuable and desperately needed in this world.